0: Welcome to another episode of Token Majority Podcast. Your rights, your legal resource.
1: We're recording. Okay, we're back. I'm Melanie. And I'm Ruby. And we are here today on this episode to talk about the Vanessa Bryant versus L.A. County trial. Yeah, that's right so this
0: is the case that vanessa bryant she filed two cases after her husband kobe bryant and her daughter gianna died in a january 26 2020 helicopter crash um the wrongful death case was against the helicopter company and the pilot this is the case against the fire department and the sheriff's county of la for um taking photos of the crime scene and disseminating them to each other and to random people.
1: Yeah, you know, I actually hadn't heard about this case. I don't know how I'm I'm just not hearing about these cases until you tell me about them. But as soon as I looked into it, I mean... First, I heard about the verdict. Yeah. Right? So the verdict was a $30 million verdict. And I thought, oh, this must be a wrongful death case. Mm -hmm. But no, it's not. It's actually about the damages that resulted from the sheriff's department and the fire department disseminating photographs that they took of the dead i mean there were nine corpses people burnt up who had died at the scene taking those photographs and sharing them to other people
0: yeah so they brought three causes of action one was negligence one was invasion of privacy and the third is a constitutional claim called a Section 1983 claim. And because they brought that Section 1983 claim, this was in federal court, not in state court, which meant they had to have a unanimous jury, uh, which most people would consider to be a harder case to win.
1: Yeah. So as soon as I heard about the case, I, I thought, wow, that's, that's crazy that the jury came back with a $30 million verdict.
0: Yeah, and it is split between Mr.
1: Chester and Mrs. Bryant. It's not all for Yeah. So so Vanessa gets 15 million and Mr. Chester's family gets 15 million. Yeah. Are you surprised by this, Ruby? I
0: I guess when you really lean in and think about it, it's kind of surprising. But I also think it's not Almost nothing a jury does is surprised. You can't really be surprised by anything a jury does. Right. Um, because so many things can happen in trial that are out of your control mm-hmm. and who knows what goes on in the deliberation room. But you learned a lot about sort of the the lengths that the L.A. County employees went to take these photographs. Right. And then they were caught lying about the reasons they took them and who they sent them to. And then, of course, there was the issue with they can't really account for where the photos are now. And so the judge instructed the jury to assume the worst from the absence of that evidence about what happened to the photos and how they secured them against public dissemination. So there were a lot of factors that went to the jury
1: that amplified the outrage of, right. of this. And I think that's what Vanessa Bryant's attorney did really well i I think his name was lewis lee um he kept asking the jury after i think after every witness testimony and during closing repeatedly was this outrageous conduct was this outrageous conduct and we'll get into the facts of the case now (laughs) but take us in (laughs) but basically he proved that i mean he was able to really prove that everything that la county and the and the fire department did was absolutely outrageous. Mm-hmm. So, tell us about some of the outrageous things. Yeah, so here's what happened. Um, I mean, everyone knew, everyone knew that the plane crash went down. Do you remember where you were the day that Kobe Bryant died? I don't remember where I was, but it was a big deal. Like you're a I, basketball I cried. Person. Yeah, I am a big basketball person. I watch a lot of basketball and Kobe Bryant is a superstar. I mean, he is one of the greatest of all time. I mean, you either think Michael Jordan is Kobe Bryant is or LeBron James is. Mm-hmm. And he, I mean, he Or Sue <laughs> It's true. <laughs> Personally, I think Tim Duncan is. But. <laughs> but I mean, especially for him, he played his entire career in L.A. So everyone, in, I mean, he's beloved. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a huge deal when he died. So I think as a result of that, as a result of his fame, a lot of these fire department and sheriffs yeah so, so one officer what do we call them? fire what well we there them? were sheriffs deputies deputies that's right i don't know like what do you call fire firefighters Fire people <laughs>
0: i know I, I, it's hard because you want to call them firemen but or like I officers think
1: they, but they're not officers Right. i think they're called firefighters firefighters well so are they called like chiefs or, like, captains, like, fire captains. Yeah. Fire captains and deputies were really mostly what I read. But one of the fire captains, he wasn't even on shift. He just heard about this having had happened, and then he went up to the scene and took photographs. Uh, and then another deputy... And the scene is, like, um. Mountain in LA, right? The helicopter was flying over like Calabasas and lost control due to the weather, and, and it crashed into the side of a mountain. Mm-hmm. So one of the deputies, what he did was he hiked up like really rough terrain over for over an hour and took photographs. And he later testified in trial that he only took twenty five photographs, but That's that a was a lot of
0: photographs to right,
1: take. Right, but. His testimony was contradicted by someone before him earlier who testified that that deputy, his name was Doug Johnson, had told him that he had taken hundreds of photographs. So that was just a fact. Yeah. That That's really not a good enraged look. the jury, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of examples of them getting caught in lies about how many photographs and where they went and who they showed them to. Right.
1: So yeah. a bunch of people went to the scene and took photographs, even though no one told them to take photographs. And there was no investigatory purpose for photographing the scene. Right. And then they came down and then they shared them amongst each other. Yeah. And there are three specific incidents that were highlighted during trial that was outrageous. Yeah. Or at least Vanessa's attorney- claimed that they were outrageous and the jury agreed. Mm -hmm. What were some of those? So one was at an award show. One
0: was with a group of people playing video games. So that's just outrageous that there's all these adult men playing video games. Um, And then the third was at a Mexican restaurant at the bar. And that is the one that sort of got them all caught for this because somebody present at the Mexican restaurant when the dissemination
1: was occurring reported to the sheriff's department misconduct. Right. So the photographs got circulated. It, It circulated to a whole bunch of people in the department. One of the guys went to this restaurant where he's friends with his bartender and he's like, hey, do you want to see photographs of... Kobe Kobe's Bryant's decapitated body. body and they were I mean they were horrendous photographs I mean they were just photographs with like body parts around and burned and just charred not good so then the bartender then went to another table and was like I I I, I was just saw. shown Kobe Bryant's body and someone at the table was so disgusted that they filed a complaint against that officer mm-hmm. and that's what started the ball rolling
0: yeah and then there were people posting on social media that they had seen the photographs and so it was very unclear to vanessa bryant how many people from this sort of it was like i think 28 sheriffs and a dozen firefighters admitted to taking photographs none for an investigatory purpose and no one could account for how many people they sent them to showed them to
1: talked about them to yeah or where they are now right And then I think there was a lot of testimony about how it it was one of them. It was either the fire department or the sheriff's office that had a culture of taking photographs of dead Mm -hmm. people's bodies to, like, store in this book of theirs. They called it a death
0: book. Yeah. Of dead celebrities. Ugh. I want to know who's in that book. (laughs) I mean, okay, Melanie, would you look at these photos? No. Like, You get a notification from TMZ. We've got the Kobe Bryant death scene photos. You don't click it?
1: I don't think I would. I'm pretty morbid, too. And, like, I... Yeah, I'm pretty surprised. I violate people's privacy all the time. This must be (laughs) your deep respect for basketball players. I don't... I don't know. That's just, like, too gruesome for me. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't think I've seen many photographs of dead... Me neither. I just don't. It's, yeah. I picture that the photographs are just, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, it's icky. Do I think it's worth $30 million? That's a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This they is were awarded,
1: yeah, they, they were awarded $30 million, but they asked for $75 million.
0: And what I think is so funny is throughout discovery and throughout the trial, Vanessa Bryant and her attorney emphasized that we're not looking for a specific number. We're just looking for accountability. But they tried this case with Chris Chester's attorney and his claims and Chris Chester, attorney asked for 75 million in closing and so it's a little disingenuous i think for them to maintain that they didn't ask for a specific amount when they were coordinated with this other plaintiff but i don't know that i have a firm opinion about this yet but i heard many people talk about how it's a little bit unsavory that vanessa bryant who is now who's worth millions and millions of dollars um would Request this, demand this much from the county because that verdict is paid by taxpayers. So, this is different from when you know you sue a corporation and that's paid by insurance companies, and like that's what they exist for. But the taxpayers are we the insurers for the bad conduct of our elected officials?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they had offered two million dollars, so I think people were concerned about why not. Maybe that's a deterrent enough yeah. for the county and right. the sheriff's office. Why?
0: And, you know, it's not subject to confidentiality because it's with a public uh, entity. So they could have said, we've got the $2.5 million and here's our statement about how offensive this behavior is. And, and what we're going to do to change
1: and how this mm-hmm. is never going to happen again.
0: Yeah. And so they could have negotiated all that. And I think it's also suspect because they, in June 2021... Vanessa Bryant and the estate of Kobe Bryant settled wrongful death claims confidentially. Mm. Then that was, I'm sure paid by insurance companies Mm. and they accepted a confidentiality provision to resolve that. Why not make that as
1: public as this case? Yeah. What do you think? I think she was probably much more offended by the deputies and captain's conduct than by the,
0: negligence of yeah. driving in the fog? I feel like... Even people, after I what happened like, to Aaliyah?
1: I feel like people are just like, oh, it's a it's a crash. Like, he didn't intentionally crash into the side of Calabasas Hill or wherever it was. Like, it was an accident. And in this case, I mean, they were flaunting around her husband's dead, charred, decapitated bodies to anyone and everyone.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It seems complicated because there is such a celebrity culture here and even more in Los Angeles that we sort of do dehumanize celebrities and Mm -hmm. gobble up information about them in a way that a normal human is not subject to you know like when we watch Britney Spears's Instagram we're not doing it out of the goodness of our hearts (laughs) (laughs) you know we're not I mean I wish her the best but like it's entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Even though something bad is happening to her.
1: Right.
0: Um, so I, I kind of understand the fascination that these deputies and firefighters are just normal human beings that live in Los Angeles and work on crime scenes in Los Angeles. And it's a big newsworthy thing when you get a celebrity death and they could make lots of money on these photos. So I sort of understand people taking the photos and regretting it afterwards. I think it's as, it's sort of similar to saying it's a little foggy out, but I'm going to fly anyways because I don't want to disappoint. Do you, do you think they
1: regretted taking them afterwards? I don't think they did. Well, I I think they regret it now. Right. They regret it now. I feel like they just made a mistake with how they came across during trial. I mean, they, yeah. and they could have they mitigated could, the exactly, award significantly. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, Vanessa probably was very angry about how they came across and what they said in their testimonies. Yeah. And i how they interviewed internally in L.A. What do you mean? I mean, they kept, they were saying like, oh, I don't remember doing this. I don't remember who told me this. And I don't remember what the photographs depicted. Mm-hmm. I mean, they said things like that where it's like, Not credible. Just admit what you did and say that you were wrong and say that you're sorry, and maybe it wouldn't have gotten as far as it did.
0: Yeah. I think one thing that definitely didn't help is one of the sheriffs during his testimony when Vanessa Bryant's lawyer was questioning him about what the crime scene was like and why he took photos, he had to keep taking breaks because he was so overwhelmed with PTSD-level flashbacks saying he's going to be haunted by the scene forever. And it's like, if you're that haunted by what you saw... Why did you memorialize
1: them and in photographs and then show them to everybody else? At a bar and laugh about it. Yeah. That witness is a witness I was telling you about who, who testified that he was ordered to take the photographs from someone else. Unbeknownst to him, that person had testified like the day before saying that he did not order this person to take photographs. So it's just things like that where it's like... Bad defense lawyering. Yeah. And that's just going to anger the jury and the plaintiff and make them demand as much money as possible. Yeah. That's what I would, that's how I would feel.
0: Yeah. Sometimes the best thing that can happen for your case is the defense lawyers just acting arrogant, lazy, sloppy, and stupid. So maybe that's a little bit what happened here.
1: Yeah. I don't understand their testimony saying that it was a way to alleviate stress that's what they say photos yeah
0: I've never felt that taking a photo alleviated stress for me I'm on the app be real do you know that app no every day you get a notification and it's like take a photo of yourself and what you're doing in two minutes or you're going to be late and then it's supposed to like demystify social media instead of like taking a gorgeous selfie you just look like hell (laughs) (laughs) or I do and um anyways, it does not alleviate stress. It is a complete stressor. I don't even want to be on the app. So that's, that's what I would say to this jury. (laughs) Uh, It just did not make any sense. Well, okay. So 30 million, 15 million each, the county issued a statement before the trial started and they were like, you know, we think we're going to be able to, um, inform this jury about what really happened here this is an emotional distress claim and the only evidence of Mrs. Bryant's distress it, are her own words that's such a pet peeve of mine because w- words sworn testimony is evidence I hate it when people try to say that testimony is insufficient evidence
1: but how else do you prove something like emotional distress right well, they argued that um, she had only seen a counselor for like a few months and stopped seeing the counselor. And and did you know that the judge ruled that they couldn't get the
0: counseling records? Seriously? Mm-hmm. That's shocking. I know. That's why I'm saying this is a federal judge who was like
1: what down was for her... justice. Why did he?
0: The judge's reasoning was something like she has a right to privacy. Yeah. I know, even though she's brought this lawsuit, um, because not everything that she was talking about was about the photographs. I think,
1: but why wasn't there like in-camera review? And I think there was in-camera review, and then they didn't get them. So maybe she didn't talk about the photographs at all. That's weird. Maybe,
0: yeah. Interesting. So, because one of the defense's point was, yes, she's experiencing distress because her daughter and her husband died in this horrible way. But it's not. And about how do you separate that photographs. out? Yeah. So they had tried to admit photos of her dressed up as Cruella DeVille and on vacation to say that she's not actually suffering from distress. And the judge didn't let those come in either. I would kind of, if it was my case, I would want the um, defense to try to do that. Yeah. I that mean, looks stupid. That
1: looks absolutely stupid. Yeah. I think the jury would be so much more pissed if they argued, oh, Vanessa's dressing up for Halloween, so she must be, not fine. be upset. They would have gotten the $75 million, Yeah. Maybe.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Vanessa testified for three hours on the stand, and she testified that she lives in fear every day of her life, um, that... She's going to be on social media, and then these photos are going to pop up of mm-hmm. her dead husband and daughter. Yeah, is that credible? I mean, I I
0: don't know. I, we never saw photos of. We just don't see that many celebrity dead photos. Mm-hmm. And I we know now that the sheriff's department has these death books. Mm-hmm. So I kind of do trust their
1: process. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? You trust that they're never going to be disseminated. So then Vanessa's future emotional distress claim is not But that's valid. basically all the jury awarded for. Right. It was like, In like the future, 90% right. future mm-hmm. harm from ongoing distress. Because how could she possibly know that these photographs are forever gone? Yeah. I mean, that's impossible. Well,
0: especially because of the way the, de- the county went about mm-hmm. deleting them. And with the way iCloud is and, like, you get a new phone and it, like, downloads photos that you didn't even think you had anymore. Google photo, that Mm -hmm. collects photos. Who even knows? Mm -hmm. Someone has them. Oh, I'm sure. I would, yeah. Now's the time to release them. For money. Yeah. How much money do you think?
1: I don't know. I mean, okay, we were talking. I think you would, no. I I don't think any news... I don't think any organization would be ballsy enough to release them. After
0: this? Yeah. Because they'd get sued? Right. What would be the cause of action against
1: TMZ if they release the photos? Negligent infliction of emotional distress. <laughs> or intentional infliction of emotional distress. Maybe. But newsworthy. what if they put a
0: trigger warning at the.
1: <laughs> a blurred out <laughs>
0: trigger warning? <laughs> trigger warning, Vanessa Bryant, do not look. Yeah, I don't know that. The claims are
1: limited to her. The complaint is written that way. Is it that she fears seeing, seeing the photos? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's not concerned about the other people? I didn't see that in the complaint. Hmm. Well, this is a very interesting case.
0: I think it's good for people to know that a personal injury claim is not just about like losing life and limb. That emotional harm is real, and it's compensable. And this case really demonstrates that it's a worthwhile endeavor, particularly when you're talking about your constitutional right to... So did you know that we have a... We don't have a constitutional right to abortion, but we do have a constitutional right to control the dissemination of our loved one's photographs.
1: Yeah. Under Marsh versus County of San Diego. So... Do you, th- I mean, is the award so high because it's Kobe Bryant? But Chester, Chris Chester got the same amount. hmm Yeah. Kobe Bryant trial. I mean, Do there's a lot. Do you think lo- if that happened to you or me, we would get a $15 million verdict? No, because I
0: like- don't think the fear would be as reasonable. Why not? Because nobody wants, right, like, no right. offense, no. nobody wants a picture of Khalil's dead body. <laughs> <laughs> No one's going to, like, pay money for that and, like, blast it on social media. Yeah. So I think, but and mm-hmm, Vanessa right. Bryant and Chris Chester, they do have to really worry that someone's do going to. Do people care about Chris Chester? Well, it depends on how close his
1: daughter's body was to Kobe's. Mm. It's a helicopter. So what do you think of normal, I don't want to say normal, normal but like. A, cl- a non-celebrity? Yeah. How much would know. the damages be?
0: I think it really depends on what you say during your testimony. And what the defendants do. Yeah. How say. outrageous they act. Mm-hmm. I think being arrogant and flippant about emotional harm can really right. backfire.
1: Yeah. Because
0: the jury is just people. And I know they're they're instructed to not be overwhelmed with emotion and to be guided by their rational thought process. But humans are emotional. And that's rational as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so... um Yeah, I think you can't know what a jury's gonna do with offensive conduct. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, are we wrapping up? I think so. Wait, I've got one more thing to say. So we need to post a photo with this. And I was in LA a few months ago and there's murals of Kobe Bryant all over LA. And there is the most offensive mural. He looks so crazy weird. And that is, I took a photo of it, and that's gonna be the photo for this podcast because Vanessa Bryant needs to get that painted over. It's not an honor to him.
1: <laughs> I wonder which one it is.
0: Well, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. I posted it on my Instagram, actually. You did? Okay, I'll look. Um, well, it was a few days ago when I was um, mining for questions for the pod. But, yeah, someone needs to take that mural down. All right, well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see, uh, what, well... The next celebrity trial could happen any day, but we also cover other topics. (laughs) I mean, I don't, but Melanie
1: has. Yeah. So stay tuned. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in
0: and follow and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us at tokenmajority.com.